This is episode number 56 of The Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Homeowner Show. We are glad that you could join us on this fine Tuesday. Although it's not Tuesday for us, it's Tuesday for you because <laughs> that's when the show comes out. True. If you haven't noticed yet, every Tuesday the show comes out. Everyone, <laughs> so far, so far. Yeah, we hadn't we hadn't missed a Tuesday yet in over a year. That's right. That's right. We can now say in over a year. Yeah, finally. So, <laughs> what's been going on, man? Oh man, life has been has been busy and hectic, and I haven't been home much to even check on my home, but um, but. I mean, life life is good. It's no, still there. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's still there. All right. Nothing huge to complain about. Um, yeah, everything's just kind of kind of rocking and rolling along and keeping busy during football season and all that kind of stuff. So, life is what it is. How are you doing, man? I'm doing really good, man. And like, I have I have many things to share about the updates going on in my home, but I think I've decided to like keep all of them oh. for like an expanded edition of the show okay. one day to like just talk about because like all of the things that we tell people about and how to do things I've probably made most of those mistakes even though we've talked about them on this show and then like there's just all the other stuff that's just a complete you know like you know out of the blue you know you never saw it coming and yeah, you, you probably should have in just on individual occasions gone and found episodes and listened to them right. again <laughs> stupid <laughs> you talked about this yeah, you just come, in the moment you get all frazzled it's like just make a decision <laughs> yeah so but anyway uh i had my i had my high school reunion this weekend oh dude and uh what what, what year was this uh none of your business that's what <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> now okay. this, this this was my twentieth. Oh man, you're uh, old. I am. Although we graduated the same year, and so. if I if I do say I look good, um, well, but you would be the one that would say that. <laughs> but uh, so we're well, I'm sitting down having dinner with you know friends I haven't seen in a long time, catching up, and. Uh, one of my friends who I, anyway, shout out to you, Kristen. I loved catching up with you and, and, and hearing, hearing about your family and, and what all is going on in your life. But she tells me like, Hey, I listened to your show. Okay. And like, you listen to my show? Uh. She's like, yeah. And I was like, my first question that I wanted to ask was like, how'd you even know that I have a show? Like, I don't, I don't necessarily like push that. I mean, I do, but like, it's, I don't make it a big deal in like my personal circle. Right. Um, and she was like, yeah, we, uh, we, and, and here's the really interesting part. She goes, yeah, we just moved back from Israel and my husband has never owned a home. And, and so I started listening to it and I, I noticed that you had it because I'd never owned a home and I don't know how to maintain a home and mm -hmm. I don't, and, and it's just never been part of their life. And uh, apparently when he was growing up in, in Israel, everything was uh, apartments. Oh. And that's just kind of how everybody lives is in apartments. Sure. And so when they bought their first home, he was, apparently he was really excited about mowing his own lawn. Oh man. And she, she told me, and this was, this is in Austin, Texas. You know, oh, and, dude. and so one, it's hot and yes. two, there's lots of hills. Yes. And she said he made it like two stripes and uh, he was out. Yeah. Um, you got to have a self-propelled or like a riding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that with a regular push mower. No, no. And, 
uh, I, I wouldn't do it. I'd, no. I'd have made it one stripe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know that I would have even started it. No. So, so wow. anyway, he, he got, so there, she said they have a huge learning curve right now. So, so, so how did they, how did they find out? Are y'all friends on Facebook and that's how she found yeah, out? I, th- or I, th- she... I think she found it on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, but anyway, it was, it was, it was neat to hear that like people are actually finding the show. Yeah. Um, because you know, they're new homeowners and they, they're finding what we're, putting out their valuable yeah. uh, and that, and that they're actually learning something from it. Yeah. And, and I, I, I appreciate that story. Like I, I, I'm, I'm interested to hear from some of those people. Like if, if you're listening to this show right now and, and you're just out there going, Hey, you know, I found your, your show and you know, this is something I found useful. Let us know. I mean, email us at info at homeownershow.com because um, those are, those are things that help us get better. They're, they're, yeah. they're things that help us figure out, okay, these are the things that are resonating with people. And uh, we, we've got a couple of really good shows that we're excited about coming up um, that, that hopefully will be either, either fun or informative or both. Uh, but yeah, let us know. That's awesome. Well, and, and in that vein, I don't even think I told you, Kev, like we heard back from Ronnie who sent us a message a while back and he was, he sent, he had sent us an email telling us like, Hey, you really enjoy the show, but he was also calling, let us know that he's, he was flying into Houston because of the flooding Oh yeah, that we mentioned on the mm-hmm. last episode. And so I, I, I sent him a message back and his, his parents' house completely flooded out. Wow. And so he was, he was having to fly in. So thoughts and prayers with, uh, with your family over there, Ronnie, cause we want to, you know, hope everything's okay. Glad everyone else made it out. Okay. Yeah. But you know, sorry for the loss over there. Absolutely. Um, that's a, that's a tough thing to go through. It is. It um, really is. So, and it, it's, it's a little bit different this go round. Yeah. Yeah. It, different people were affected this time than yeah. were during Harvey. It was a, it was a shorter storm, but it came really quickly. And, um, so it was, yeah, it was definitely different for sure. Yeah. But anyway, we have a really cool episode today because we actually have our, our show sponsor on the, on the, on the show today. We've, you guys have probably been here about drone quote for a while now, but we actually have uh, Sinue Montoya on the line all the way from the beautiful state of California. How you doing Sinue? Hello everybody. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So, so right, right out of the gate, I, I kind of got to know, d- does anyone pull the uh, princess bride joke with you ever? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. And, and I got that. So I spent some time in the army and you know, when you grow up, uh, excuse me, when you go into the army, the recruiters or the, the drill sergeants, they go through your files and they found, <laughs> you know, they, they saw my name obviously. Yes. And to make matters worse, um, I grew up on a street called Gayland. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, my last name was Montoya, man, let me tell you, I got, made fun of a lot. It was great though. It was good. It was good. Well, <laughs> give me really thick skin. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Like you wind up, you wind up living with that long enough and it's just kind of second nature. It's like, Oh, never heard that one before. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean yeah, that a jerk right. like me is not going to bring it up though. No, <laughs> no. You know what though? It's, it, it's a, it's a good icebreaker for people. So it's uh, definitely a plus. I, I'm, I'm very uh, lucky to have that name. I should say. What, what I want to know is, have you ever, have you ever used it as a joke and someone not got it? You know what? No, I haven't. I, I, you know, I, I hear it so often that I don't think I don't think to use it as a joke. That's probably why. Ah, okay, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, though, although when I was stationed in Germany, it, it I you know nobody in Germany knew Princess Bride that I came across, but there was a, a race car driver uh, by the name of Juan Montoya, I believe it is. Okay. 
and uh, I got that a lot in, in Germany, but obviously oh. on a different note from the Prince's Bride. I would always tell people, he's my cousin. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. That's good. Well, Sinuate, tell, tell us where this company came from, man, because this this is a very different business venture than I think most people are used to encountering. Yeah, you know what? I, I appreciate you asking. Um, I, I used to uh, sell solar in the home. I used to be a sales representative. I would come to your house and, you know, I would sit with you for an hour and a half if you were lucky or longer <laughs> if you were a really nice person. And, um, I, I would sit there and, and talk to you about the pros and cons of solar. Actually, you know, I'll tell you about, um, you know, how to acquire it and, and all the details about it. And, you know, when a homeowner moved forward with, with, uh, my companies or the company I represented at the time, uh, they would, uh, send out a site surveyor, uh, to get on the roof and do some measuring of the roof and, and measuring of the shade. And a lot of times to save time, I would get on the roof and, and do all that stuff. And, and I realized that, you know, I, I say this as a joke, but sort of serious. Um, I'm five, six, so I'm scared of heights. And, um, I, 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 didn't, I didn't like getting on roofs because, well, it goes back to what I just said. And uh, there was this one particular roof. It was like, I have a, a 22 foot ladder that, you know, is a foldable ladder. And, and the roof, the ladder didn't make it all the way to the top of the roof. So I leaned it against the wall. It was a flat roof. Um, so, you know, there was a, a parapet wall that I had to climb up onto and, I remember looking down and thinking to myself, holy smoke, it's a really long ways down. I, <laughs> there's got to be something better than this. And this was uh, in 2013, if I remember correctly. Okay. And at the time, drones weren't really a, you know, a thing yet. So um, I sold my motorcycle, believe it or not. I had this really nice street bike. And I bought this uh, like $3,000 drone. And uh, I started using it to take, measure, to take measurements of the roof and, and to get a look at the condition of the roof which was a lot quicker than obviously getting on the roof and customers really liked it. Yeah. Um, and it helped, it helped me. It, it actually became a sales tool. And, um, and that, that was, uh, that planted the seed for what turned into drone quote. And the other part of it was, um, you know, whenever I came into a, a successful, uh, homeowner's house where I could see that, you know, they had a huge, you know, two, $3 million house. I stopped talking about solar and I started asking them questions about how they became successful. And mm. almost all of them said, I started a business mm, yeah. and at, when I kept hearing that from these successful people, I, I said to myself, you know, I have this thing with this drone that's working out really well for me and it's helping me, you know, make more sales and it's, it's really making me more efficient and these, you know, well-to-do successful people say, you know, they became successful by starting a business. So, so I just ran with it and I started the business and that was in 2017. Oh, wow. So is it, what is that? Is that two or three years now? Uh, two and a half years, although in, in all honesty, it took us, you know, half that time to figure out what we were doing. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't like I just started a business all of a sudden we started generating revenue. I, it was definitely a learning curve. So we've been doing it for a little bit over two and a half years. Uh, but it has definitely been, you know, uh, a learning experience. Um, I wish I was smarter. I've said that to you guys already. I just wish I was a little bit smarter. <laughs> Well, so one of the things that that we've done our best with, which is to uh, to kind of let people know this is who Drone Quote is, and we've given our little spiel based on some information that you've given to us and, and, and things that we've talked back and forth with uh, to, to make sure that we're giving people good information out there. But uh, we we'd kind of like to hear from you if you were pitching 
what you do and what this company is to someone else, what would you tell them? You know, that's a, a really good question. And, and thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, I would say to somebody who is looking for a new roof or is looking to install solar, uh, drone quote is an easy way for you to comparison shop multiple quotes that are accurate and that are delivered to you online in a hassle-free and very quick manner so that you don't have to go through all of the sales presentations from multiple installers coming to your house, sitting with you for an hour and a half, walking your roof. Uh, we do it all in one fell swoop uh, online and it, you get very competitive pricing on either your roof or solar or both. And you do it with a lot less hassle. And because we broker the the service of either of the two, um, we give you multiple quotes. That, that means that we have multiple chances to win that customer's business. Yeah. And that allows us to come in at a, a considerably more competitive price than would otherwise be the case. Mm. The well, customer, that's... the customer saves money and they save a lot of time and they don't have to go through the, the, the song and dance of in-home sales. And that's really been what's working for us and what people really like. So, so what is, what is the turnaround time for you guys on, on something like this? I mean, you, you come in, you measure the roof, you, you know, you fly the drone up, you, you talk to the customer. How, how quickly are you guys able to get these, these quotes back to these, these guys? So what we did, we, we changed the model a little bit, uh, recently. Well, not recently, I would say in the last six months, um, what we do is we guide the homeowner through the process of giving us some information from the site. Like for example, taking a photograph of the main service panel. Okay. where your breakers are at, uploading a copy of your bill and, um, you know, going through a, a brief qualification call. We'll ask you questions about how you use electricity and whatnot. Um, you know, if you plan on, you know, adding a, an electric vehicle or adding an air conditioning unit to your property. And with that, we're able to turn around, uh, three quotes, you know, next day, if they, if oh, wow. they needed it next day. Otherwise, it, it's a, we give a three-day turnaround on all three uh, on the three quotes just be, to give us enough time to um, you know talk to other clients in the meantime. But we have done next-day turnaround, and uh, from there, the customer selects their quote, and uh, the installers go out to do the site survey. So it, it really makes the process considerably quicker. Otherwise, you know you have to schedule an, an appointment with whoever's going to come by your home at whatever time they're going to come by, and you, you you're um, you know you're subjected to those multiple quotes in a, in a more drawn-out manner. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I, I think that one of the things that, uh, that I find so interesting about this is what you're telling me is a considerable amount of time savings. I mean, uh, we, we've talked on this, on this show before, especially with like our DIY calculator time equals money. It, whenever you, whenever you put stuff into our calculator, it, it one of the things that it measures is how how much is your time worth to you? Is it something you enjoy doing? Is it something that you're good at doing? Is it something you want to wind up ultimately be the one do the work? And at the end of the day, man, getting quotes from people and knowing who to go out there and ask for quotes and getting reputable people out to your house, um, man, that's, that is a time consuming and, and potentially frustrating process. You know what? I, it is. I, when I was doing it, in, when I was uh, selling solar in the house, you know, it wasn't always that I could see it, but there was times when I could just see it in the customer's faces that they, they really didn't want me there. Mm. They didn't want to talk to me. They didn't want to entertain me. I was coming home when they were getting off of work, you know, when it was convenient for them. And I, I would 
try and and make the sale on the first call because that was what was expected of me. And mm-hmm. that takes time, you know, and, and when the sale did originate on the first call, I mean, it, it would not be shocking to hear that I was at a house for three hours. Mm-hmm. It, it really wouldn't be. And, and you know, that, that's a long time. Right. And that, that's just for getting the, the contract moving forward. That's not considering the other quotes that, that you uh, went through getting. And it's, it's not a pleasant experience if you ask me. And I said to myself, I can do something about this. I have a, a good model in mind and, and a good idea. And, well, I did, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it, it brings up a, a question in my mind: like, what what happens? I mean, you're you're talking about a very quick turnaround. Um, what what happens whenever I'm considering solar, but I really don't know much about it? I mean, you being in my house, giving me that three hour spiel probably answers a lot of questions for me. So um, how do I get some of those questions answered to me if I'm looking into solar and you're just sending someone out to do the site survey? How, how, how does that kind of work? So that, that's a really good question because in order to make a decision that you feel good about, you have to have the right information, right? Yeah. And that's what's going to allow you to feel comfortable with making a buying decision. And, and I compare that to being sold, right? When you're sold on something, and it's not something that you necessarily wanted. There may be a feeling of regret or a feeling of, you know, I just got sold. Um, so what we do in order to provide this information is all of the quotes that we offer you are put together in a standardized uniform manner from one quote to the next. So whether it's the, the scope of work or the components being uh, quoted or the warranties that go with those components, it's all all those details are going to differ from one another. However, they're all going to show up on a page that is uniform in, in, um, in display. So you can easily compare the warranties or the components from one to the next. And during our conversation, when we give the quote to the customer, because we still have a conversation with them and it happens on a shared screen webinar. We're not actually going out to the house. We hop on a phone call. You can see my screen and I walk you through not a sales call, but an informative call as to how to read through these quotes and then the supporting documents to go through them uh, to, to support the, um, the, the information in the quote. And by, in, by teaching you how to read the quotes and how to make um, use of this information, you can then look at all the other quotes and understand what you're looking at without having to sit through that, you know, hour and a half presentation of, why this company is the best company for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I heard you mention components and I know that's something that you and I have talked about on the phone before. Uh, it, you know, do you, do you find that like in the, in the quotes that you give that you're having to sort of educate these customers as to the difference between the types of components? And I, and I, obviously I'm talking more about solar here, but like, you know, like, are you guys talking about like the differences between like micro inverters and panels and, and all the other things that go into the solar system? Because that can really affect the price, right? You know, uh, we, we do talk about those differences. However, I will say that the, the difference in cost between a micro inverter from Enphase or uh, a single point inverter from SolarEdge it's not a significant difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's not going to be a day and night difference, um, on a, on a rather large system, then, you know, you would start to see a difference, but I'm, well, I'm talking about like a, you know, a hundred plus panel system oh, where gosh, you would yeah. start to notice a difference between the two. Um, but, um, there, there isn't a significant difference between those two components on, on a conventional size system. Um, and we do give you, uh, 
the additional information, the supporting documents for these uh, components. So, and we, we show you how to download them from, from your uh, quote page. Um, so we're able to go through this information in more of a teaching you how to read it through it than trying to sell you and get you to say yes approach. Okay. And yeah. when you educate, I feel that when you educate somebody on something um, for the purpose of, you know, teaching them about it so that they can make their own decision, um, it, it it brings up different questions and it also goes by a little bit quicker than me trying to convince you that you should buy from one particular company when I was in the house for, you know, representing that one company. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, w- that, that kind of leads me to this. So whenever I was thinking through what, what it is initially that, that your company does with drone quote, I kind of likened it to a travel agent in that a travel agent has multiple things that they can um, support and, and, and point you towards as far as opportunities for you to go travel. Um, but you don't pay that travel agent to give you that information. The, the other the, the company that you're going to uh, travel with they pay that travel agent. And so, but that being said, my travel agent is kind of my, my point person. If I have questions about my travel experience or something that I need on my travel, um, I, I go to the travel agent. I don't go directly to the resort, for example, to get that information. So in, in, in your company, who one once I once I decide yes I want this quote from this particular vendor do do I still have you as a representative or am I now going to be using um, their uh, the the company that I choose to get the quote from do I start using their representatives for all of my future questions? So anything related to the the purchase or the acquisition of the roof or the solar system, the questions typically tend to come back to us since we put together the quote uh, and we put together the, the, the details and the pricing and whatnot. So those questions do tend to come back to us. Uh, the actual construction questions will go to your project manager for that, you know, that particular company. When a homeowner moves forward with drone quote, uh, we actually uh, send out agreements from one of the companies that they choose. So you're actually making an agreement with that particular company. Uh, DroneQuote is in the agreement as the the sales organization, right? And our license information and whatnot is built into the and into the particular agreement. Um, but you are then effectively making an agreement with that installer. And your your uh, example of a travel agent is a really good example of, of how to frame it because you're actually you know you're buying your, your vacation package with whatever resort that you're, uh, that you choose through that travel agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, the, I'll tell you up front, that is one of the most appealing things to me because sometimes having an advocate to go and, and, and help you understand what you don't understand and you're not necessarily the salesperson for that company. Um, I, as a consumer, I tend to feel a little more protected. I feel like my best interests are being kept in mind rather than the company just saying, oh, by the way, you need this and you need this and you need this, uh, where I'm going, I really don't know if I do or not. It, it, having you there almost as a buffer to, to kind of have have some 
someone on my side to say, you know what, they're trying to sell this, but honestly, it may not be in your best interest to have that. This may be better for you. That is really appealing to me. You know, that's a really good point. Um, when I was selling in the house, I would come across homeowners who had a previous company come through and, and sometimes I would almost be a, like shocked at what these other sales representatives were saying because they were saying whatever they felt they needed to say, whether it was true or not in order to get this sale Yes, because they only had that one opportunity from that company. They represented one company. Right. And if they, and if they didn't get the sale, they're out. Right. With the model that we've put together, I mean, we didn't invent this, right? It's a broker model. Uh, The model that we put together, um, we were, we are able to represent multiple companies. So just by that uh, model, it, you know, we are going to show you something that's uniform across the board. If you need a service panel upgrade, or if you need um, to reduce the size of a tree because of shading or whatnot, it's all across the boards. And it applies, you know, from one company to the next, because we want to earn your business, but we're not, we're not uh, married to one particular company. So we have a lot more flexibility with uh, what we offer. And as a result, we, I mean, we can be very, very uh, straightforward and transparent with, with clients. Yeah, and, and they're, you're right. It's just a brokerage model. Insurance companies do this. I mean, travel agents do this. There's a lot of places out there that do this. And there's a reason that people choose that sort of, of business to go with rather than a direct sales company. Um, and and so uh, I, I, I appreciate you. You know, the, you confirming to me that that's that I had it straight in my mind that that's kind of the model that that you're working with. Yeah, and that's definitely the yeah that, that pretty much sums it up. Um, you know, I I just saw the opportunity to when I was selling in the house. The frustrating thing for me was, man, you know what? If I don't if I don't get this this client, I don't have another chance. Mm. And I that's it. I'm out of the picture. Yeah, I want I want to build a business where I have multiple opportunities with that particular client. And as drone quote expands into the future, you know the the beauty of using drones, aside from safety and efficiency and everything, is that they're super accurate with measuring all sorts of things outside, right? Yeah. So in the future, we'll we'll, we'll be able to offer besides roofing and solar. Uh, we're, we're thinking about other uh, services that we'd be able to offer that would include things like um, artificial turf or, you know, sod replacement or uh, sod installment or other other things that are measured uh, or maybe hard to measure um, with uh, just, you know, having somebody on the ground um, using the drone and then offering it as, as a service through the drone quote model. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so anyway, what do you, what do you think is like, is the biggest difference between like a regular salesperson coming to your home? And, and like, I think we see this a lot where like you, you can click on, there's all sorts of ads that you can find on like Facebook and Google and, you know, say a click here for free solar from state of Texas or from California or whatever. What, what's it, what's the biggest difference between, you know, contacting someone like that and, and then say drone quote coming out and, and talking to you about your solar system or your roof? So, you know, in my, in my opinion, um, and coming from, well, the guy that, that founded this company, although I will say I, I should give a shout out to my partner, uh, my co-founder, Riley Wiggins, really smart guy. Huh. Um, the, the biggest difference is we're going to just be very straightforward with you. I want you to have the best buying experience 
and I want you to have the best information and most accurate information so that you can make a buying decision that's good for you. And sometimes that includes telling people, you know what? I don't think solar is the right fit for you based on whatever the variable may be. Whereas somebody who comes into the home, again, it goes back to, I need to make the sale because I only have one shot at it. Especially when it comes to those companies that put up on Facebook free solar from the state of California or whatever. Yeah. Um, or you guys see that Texas. too? Oh my God. It's <laughs> so frustrating to see that because there's no such thing as free. Right. Like, we, we know that. And, and it's, if you're starting off on the wrong foot with, you know, how you're propositioning the, the system, in this case, free, right. you're already, you're, you're already starting off on the wrong foot, in my opinion. And not to mention the fact that a lot of these uh, lead generating companies that, you know, put up these ads, what they'll do is they'll take your information and they'll sell it to as many installers as, you know, they can get to buy that information. Yeah. So now... Kevin or Craig, you know, you would put your information and you're getting blown up with a bunch of phone calls mm-hmm. Yep. and a lot of, you know, different people wanting to, uh, to call you for a solar appointment. We don't sell any information to anybody. If somebody gives us their information, it dies with us. Right. Yeah. And we don't, we don't, we don't sell it. And if you don't want to buy from us, that's fine. Nobody else is going to call you. Yeah. I think that's an important point, man. I don't think a lot of people realize like how valuable their personal information is online. And the reason they hound you is because they spent bukus of money to get it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Your phone number and your email address, especially if they're legitimate, like $125. Yeah. And you think about like buying that on large scale from these guys that are generating these lists. I mean, like that's, that's a ton of money. Oh yeah, Absolutely. So I mean, absolutely. And then, yeah, no, I was going to say these guys are highly incentivized to like dog you. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then, and then the other thing is they'll, they'll throw these wild discounts at you and say, you know, like we'll offer you $2,000 off. I I love the, we'll offer you X amount of dollars off if you move forward by a certain time. Yeah. And I'm like, look, just offer a competitive price from the get go. Yeah. Let's, let's remove all the gimmicks. Let's remove all the, the BS and let's remove all the things that, people hate to deal with when they're buying something yeah. uh, like this, for example. And, and let's just make it easy. Let's be straightforward with people. Let's show them the best possible price that we can show them and do, do so in the least threatening and invasive manner that we could possibly do that. And again, that, that's the drone quote model that we've built. Mm. When I, I heard you mention earlier that part of the question process for like setting up a solar account is like, are you planning on having an electric car? And, and, and so are there other things uh, attached to the solar system that you do? I'm not, and I'm thinking like whole home battery. I'm thinking, you know, car, car plugs. I'm thinking, you know, because typically those are going to be for like Teslas and things like that. So do you, you guys, right. you guys accommodate all those things in, in your quotes if you need to? Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll accommodate a battery. We just did a system for a homeowner here in the area with, with the battery. Um, the, the plug for the vehicle, that, that's a really common occurrence. Um, you know, I, I personally, you know, want to make sure that we can be as close to a one-stop shop as possible. And thus far we, we have been, yeah. um, so yeah, we'll, we'll accommodate just about anything that the homeowner within reason, obviously that, that <laughs> we could uh, offer the homeowner to yeah. make the best buying decision. And do you, do you know that the, um, or not, do you know, um, 
I, I imagine you're more familiar with the different incentives state by state. And you guys are in nine states now. And I, I would imagine you're a little bit more familiar with the ones in California. What, what, are, what are some of those? I mean, because I mean, I, those are the kinds of things that they use to say this is free or this is, you know, 50 percent or whatever they're doing because of the, the state and federal incentives that we're, they're providing right now. What do those actually look like right now? Uh, well, you know, in California, the, the state incentives have been used up. Uh, different states uh, will have different incentives. Uh, different utilities mm-hmm. have different incentives. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I will take that question and, and, and segue not necessarily into the incentives, but more importantly into the rates that each utility has. You know, they're all so different. Like, for example, in, in Texas, I, I believe, well, your specific uh, part of Texas, it's more of a uh, volume uh, based rate where, you know, you get charged just by the volume of electricity you use. Yeah. In places like Arizona, they'll charge you more on the the volume, of course, but also the demand. So how much mm. electricity you're using at a specific time in 30 minute increments. Okay. So if you're running your AC and you're running your pool pump and you're running your, your, your plug, you have your charger or your vehicle plugged in, you're going to get charged more than the neighbor next door. Who's just, you know, running their, their TV, for example, Uh, because you're drawing a a lot more demand to your, to your property in places like California, there's what's called time of use, where if you use power from that time of four to nine, for example, the cost of electricity almost doubles Oh my gosh! versus, Oh yeah, it's ridiculous versus uh, like eight o'clock in the morning. So it's a more of a supply and demand thing. Uh, now, the, the those tend to to be more static, whereas the the incentives, you know, they go. Uh, sometimes they're they're funded by the state and then they go really quick. And okay. in other cases, they're they're refunded at uh, at a different you know, at the next year or a different utility may come up with a different incentive. Like for example, in California, there's a new incentive. Well, it's not new anymore, but it's almost, it's actually exhausted. The uh, last I saw for batteries, right? Okay. So yeah, the, the incentives definitely, um, you know, change by location and they change by utility and, and, you know, that's always something to be mindful of, but more importantly, because you live with this are the kinds of rates that you're being, um, uh, subjected to by a particular utility. Okay. And all of that plays into, into how the solar systems is, is designed. Hmm. Cool. You know, actually, can I give a quick example of that? Because oh, I yeah, think please. it would make a lot of sense to people. I had a a client in Arizona recently who he had a significant amount of usage and he wanted the biggest system and well, the biggest system we could put on his roof. And we were able to accommodate that based on available roof space. And after um, sitting down and talking to him, I was able to talk him out of buying that bigger system, which of course was going to cost him more money because obviously it's greater in size. But I said to him, Hey, look, if we can just decrease the size of your system and orientate your panels in a certain direction West and also install a uh, demand controller. So this is a unit that pretty much uh, limits how much demand your, your service panel can pull at a certain time. Yeah. You're going to, save money on those demand charges. You're going to save money on the size of the system. And overall, you're going to have a lower monthly payment. And believe it or not, it, it actually took me a few days to have him see my perspective. But once he moved forward with a smaller system with a demand controller in, in place, he actually called me back and he said, Hey, I called the utility when my system was turned on 
and they asked me if I had a demand controller and they were so happy that the company that sold me the system did install a demand controller because it made a lot of sense for me and they explained it to me and I get it. Huh. And, and I was super happy with that because we were able to put together a better fit system for him that saved him. It was like a $10,000 difference. Oh, wow. So I, I felt really good about that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah it's I, I felt really good about that because that's doing right by the homeowner. Yeah. And that's, that's the way it should be. Absolutely. I, I, I love stories of, of companies out there that are going, we are not gouging you, you know, because yeah. there's so many out there that will. Um, and, and it's easy to do because you got people that just think, oh, bigger is better. <laughs> and it may not be. No, you're right about that. It is easy to do. And you know what, um, as a, um, how do I say this? Um, maybe a disclosure or, or a heads up to homeowners that are installing solar, uh, whether you, you know, you call whoever it is, drone court or ABC solar, or what have you. The, the one thing that you, you definitely want to be mindful of is, um, the lower interest rate options. There's a uh, solar loan that offer you a two nine nine percent interest rate. Yeah. They, that sounds really good, right? Sure. 299%. Yeah. Like, I want that. Give me that, please. <laughs> what most, what, what a lot of uh, companies won't tell you is they'll show you the cash price and they'll show you the, the, the finance price and it's the same number. Well, really it's not. There's a significant amount of, of uh, front loaded interest built, built into those lower interest rates. So you're pretty much buying down the interest. Right. And, mm. you know, I, Man, I, I, anybody in the solar industry that is against what I'm saying, they're going to have it out for me. <laughs> but, uh, but this is really good information for the homeowner. Um, you know, the solar loans are, are great, but it's so easy to build in a higher system cost because the monthly payment is lower. It's spread out over 20 years. Sure. And, you know, the sales guy just made $5,000 on that deal when really, you know, you could have saved $4,000 and, for the homeowner could have saved uh, $4,000 and either finance the system uh, through their own means, like a home equity line of credit or, you know, cash out refi, or, you know, if they're going cash uh, to begin with um, the solar loans are great. Don't get me wrong. I use the solar loan for my system, yeah. but it's, you have to be super cognizant of what all that price includes, because a lot of times it includes a lot of fees. And if you're talking to the wrong sales guy, it includes a lot of high commission. That you're paying for. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, so let's, uh, let's transition for just a minute because you don't just do solar. You also do roofs, correct? We do. Yeah. Yes. So, um, roof, roofs are a little bit different because you're not out there, you know, paying for the full roof because most people are required to have homeowners insurance. And if you have homeowners insurance, then, uh, if it's time for a new roof, whether it's, you know, it's aged out or you've had damage from wind or hail or a storm or, or, or something, a tree fell on it, whatever it is, um, they're, they're going to pay for the majority of the cost of that roof, um, minus your deductible. So, um, what is, what are some of the differences that you see? Uh, because it's, it's in my mind, it would be easier to go find a roofing company because I know that at the end of the day, I'm paying my deductible, um, versus you calling drone quote and saying, Hey, I want, I want, you know, you to come out and, and, and do this for roofing. Um, what, tell me a little bit of the differences as far as that goes. So, you, you know, when we go about it with drone corporate roof, um, it's, 
I, I will say that it, there's no substitute for having somebody walk on your roof. Mm. Like that's the way you're going to, in, in one sense, get the closest to the most accurate quote that you could possibly get. So when we quote through drone quote for a roof repair or roof replacement, uh, we quote by square footage hmm. for the cost of, you know, replacing that section of roof. Okay. And there's, there's language into our, into the, the a quote that says, you know, something along the lines of, you know, this is a quote for replacing that section of roof or the entire roof or whatever the case may be. Um, but upon pulling off material, there may be additional costs that are incurred when uh, damage that is underneath the underlayment is if it's found. Right. Right. So we, we do tell the homeowner in, in detail why that price may change. Yeah. Um, so, so I am mindful of that and, and I do talk to, to homeowners about that. Now, having said that I replaced my roof in uh, 2015, I think it was 2016 one of the two. And I had multiple roofers come out to my house and they climbed on my roof and they walked it. And then I got my quote and all of those quotes said the same exact thing that I'm telling you right now. They said, Hey, look, this is your quote to replace the, the entire roof. However, once we pull off the, the overlayment, in my case, it was a, it's a flat, it, it's a flat roof and it had a um, tar and gravel. Yeah. Once we remove all the tar and gravel, if we find wood rot or if we find other damage or, you know, wear and tear on the roof that was not visible at the time of the quote, your quote is subject to change based on that. Yeah. So sure. th that's always, that's always part of the roof quote in, in, in all the quotes that I've seen, whether somebody was on your roof with their, you know, two feet or whether it was, uh, you know, the imagery was captured with the drone. Um, so that is shared by both quote, um, methods, quoting methods. Um, you know, so I, I do definitely, uh, make, make it clear to a homeowner from that perspective. Yeah. I, I just feel like on some level that with roofs, my risk is different. My, my risk is different in that at the end of the day, I should, if my homeowner's insurance is, is worth its salt, I should only have to pay my deductible. Um, that being said, I, I still don't know necessarily what reputable companies are out there. And so I guess one of the questions that I've got for you, and, and this is specifically to roofs, but I think it kind of bridges both gaps. How do you determine who you're going to do business with? Uh, because again, I'm trusting uh, drone quote that they are using reputable, reputable companies versus me just trying to go out and find my own company, uh, to, to do this. I don't know who's reputable. I'm trusting that you do. Mm -hmm. So I, I love this question because we address it in how we present not, not, not the quotes, but the, the installer's information. What we do when you get a quote from drone quote, you see, there's a, a section on our page as you log in as a user where you could see, it says our partners page, right? And you click on that page and it loads the companies that have submitted quotes for you. And it loads all their insurance information, all their bond information, all their license information, um, all the details relative to that company. We aggregate quotes for, excuse me, reviews from Yelp, from Google, from the better business bureau. And, uh, I think that, yeah, Yelp, better business and, uh, and Google. So all of that is in one centrally located place on our website for that company that submitted a quote with a 
third party link that takes you back to that specific state's license board for contractors. Okay. So you, you can click on that company's uh, in California, it's a CSLB. You can click on the contractor state license board button and it opens up in another window, uh, California's uh, CSLB website with that link uh, uh, populated for that installer. So you could see all of the information that we put into our website was drawn from the state of California. Mm. And then yeah. furthermore, what we do when we bring on new installers is we look them up in, in county records of their, um, wherever they're located for uh, county court records to make sure that there's no standing litigation against them or what mm. the previous litigation was, if there was any. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's one of the things that our, our listeners and anybody who's considering using drone quote should really consider is that you're doing a lot of that legwork for them. And, and uh, again, you, you can get on and do your research and you can spend time going through the Yelp reviews, the Google reviews, going on the Better Business Bureau, making sure that there's no litigation against these companies. You can ask friends who, who have used companies and try to try to make the best decision. And and that's well and good. But again, we're talking about time. We're talking about energy. We're talking about um, th- just the ability to know how to do those things. And yeah. it sounds to me like you're just really making that process super simple. Yeah, we 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 started out that way because I came across you know when I was selling the home, um, homeowners who who shared with me stories of how they had poor experiences or bad experiences with uh, contractors doing other things around the house. And, you know, once you learn how to do this kind of research, you know, it's easy to show other people, you know, the results of that research. But most people, they don't know to look up the, the license information. They don't know to look up uh, the, the records of the court for uh, any past litigation. Uh, it's just, you don't, I mean, how often do you install a roof? Yeah. How often are you installing yeah. solar? Yeah. So, so you don't know what to look for. You don't know what questions to ask. And I'll even go as far as to say that, you know, whether it's drone court or not, don't take my word for it. That's why we put those, those uh, third party links into our website so that it's not us telling you this. It's the state of Texas. It's the state of Florida. It's the state of Colorado or California or wherever it is that the homeowner we're helping uh, to acquire solar roofing so that it's not coming from us, but it's coming from an authority beyond us and greater than us in this case. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and, I think most people are listening to that going like, that sounds like a really good idea. I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's everything that you're saying is like, man, that'd be a really good idea for people to do, but they're just not going to take the time to go to the county records. It's and too the, much trouble. It's yeah. It, and, it, it, and, and not only is it too much trouble, they don't, they don't know how to do it. Like yeah. I just had, um, I went to dinner at my neighbor's house and they said, Hey, you know, the, the solar company, this was last night, actually the, the solar company, uh, this solar company came and knocked on my door, um, you know, and so on or whatever. So I took the card and I did research on them and I found through the, the the secretary of California or whatever the website was, it's dot ca dot gov or I don't know. Um, and I found their their LLC had been canceled, so they they're not a real business. If they're knocking <laughs> on doors, you know, <laughs> offering to to sell you something. So if that t- if their LLC or their company is not you know up and running the way it should be, I mean, they're probably cutting other corners as well. Yeah, absolutely. And. Uh, and I, I would even go as far as to say, look, if, if you're a listener out there and you're doing anything to your house, right? Where you, uh, 
where you're planning on spending a significant amount of money to, to renovate or to put on a new roof or whatever the case may be, take the time, please take the time to look up the license information. Yes. Take the time to go through the court uh, records in your county to look up any litigation on the company. Take the time to, you know, follow up on the reviews that you have a gut feeling about uh, because, and, and ask hard questions to the company directly because by doing so, you could literally save yourself, you save yourself thousands, tens of thousands of dollars in, in making the wrong choice and hopefully not litigation, right? Not taking it that far, Yeah. but doing the right research can save you a lot of money. Yeah. And, 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 and you, you said something there that's so important is if you don't get this done right the first time, then you're going to have to do it again. And doing it again is going to cause you to spend a lot more money. It's going to cause you to spend a lot more time, more frustration. And, you know, at the end of the day, doing it right the first time is what you wanted to do to begin with, right? You, you really want to yep. get this done right the first time. So rather than, you know, go go through the rigmarole of um, just trying to find the cheapest or the quickest or the, the you know, the, the one that's next door or whatever, um, having someone out there like drone quote to do the work for you, to do the legwork of this for you. It's not necessarily saying take it out of your hands, not, you know, just trust drone quote, uh, you know, wholeheartedly, uh, and, and that sort of thing. You're putting it out there. I can go look for it. It's just all in one place. And so now I know where it's at. It's easy for me to look through if I want to do that. And I know I, I have that information at the click of a button. Absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I always tell people, you know, well, not always, but when the conversation goes in this direction with a homeowner, you know, I'll tell them, look, do research on the companies that we put together for you. Do research on drone quote, right? Look for us in, in, um, in court records. Do research on me. Do research on me because, you know, I value my name and my reputation so much that I'm yeah. not going to give it up for, for anybody, not yeah. for anybody. And I'm sure as hell I'm not going to give it up for one sale. Right. So don't take my word for it. Research me if you feel that that's what you need to do. But you know what? I guarantee you're not going to find anything because I haven't crossed anybody because that's how you burn bridges. That's how you make a mess of your name. And that's how you go out of business. Right. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, since we've been kind of talking about roofs a little bit, but is there a good reason if you're going to be doing solar to go ahead and get the roof replaced? Yeah, that, that's a really, really good question, actually. And it's it's something that I did myself when I put on solar. I, I probably had about five years left on the roof. But, yeah. you know, it, it just didn't make sense that I would put on panels and then pay to take those panels off and then, you know, and then redo my roof. I just did right. it all at the same time. Sure. So, you know, it definitely makes sense to replace your roof if it's near end of life, if you're thinking about installing solar. And, you know, in some cases you know, you can get away with just replacing the section where the solar panels are landing. Um, if you're talking to some of the companies we work with that do roofing and solar. So, you know, we'll throw, uh, if the homeowner wants it, we'll throw in a quote for the entire roof yeah. uh, to include uh, the solar as well. But yeah, I definitely think that if you're installing solar and your roof is near end of life, do yourself a favor and replace the roof at the same time if it's within your budget. Yeah, because it's going to cost you more money later on down the road. Because you're going to have to take everything off in order to get to it. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, the thing is, if you put on a new roof with solar, you can put the footings on the wood directly onto the wood and then cover up those footings oh. with the, your, your tar paper. And then, you know, with, or with your comp shingles, it, it's a lot more, um, it's a lot, it's, it's a better install method. It's, okay. It's more it really appealing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it just makes for a, an all around better installation and it's worth the, the money in my opinion. And I'm actually a little curious about your roof because I mean, around here, flat roofs are not common. Uh, is, is there a benefit to that? Do you like that? What, what, what's that like? I personally don't like having a flat roof. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, no, I just was a first time homeowner when I bought this home. I was younger. I didn't know my left from my right when it came to buying a house. Yeah. Um, and it, I would probably, not probably, I would not buy another home with a flat roof. Mm, mm. It, it's more expensive to replace a, a flat roof. The lifespan is, is considerably shorter. Oh, wow. Um, water pools on my roof on a certain section. It's not, it's not a good setup, but it is what it is. Right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> why, why do they use, why, we just, I mean, again, ignorance. Well, why would they install a flat roof on a home? So my home was built in 59 mm. and, and older homes here in this part of uh, the country, you know, have flat roofs. Um, not always, but a, a lot of times. And it's, there isn't any snow where I live. Right. So there's no weight. Sure. Being, there's no uh, weight on the roof. Um, so it, it's, it's, it was a common way of installing roofs um, with it- tar and gravel actually. So you had a little, uh, pebbles or tar or actually the gravel on the roof and mm-hmm. little rocks, uh, with a bunch of tar. And then they put the, the, the gravel on It's not, it's not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was it, was it kind of like an aesthetic architectural thing that they were doing back in the, you know, whenever, um, I mean the color of the house was original to the house. It was, um, it was a blue color and, and they had a, a white, tar and gravel roof so it from that from that perspective it looked all right yeah but then when you climb the roof actually when i climbed the roof uh after shortly after i bought it um there was uh there was like a moss buildup or some sort of moss like growing on my roof um and it it, all the pine needles from the pine tree would build up and and it would just it would keep water and it, it would stay moist it was Oh my goodness. It was not, <laughs> it was not a good set. <laughs> I keep saying that, but I, I, I always tell my wife, I'm like, man, I wish we'd have bought a different house, but it's my house now. So, you know, yeah. I take care of it. I get on the roof and I inspect on the, uh, well, actually I don't get on the roof. I take that back. I get on the roof when I clean my panels, but otherwise I use my drone. It's there you great. go. <laughs> yep. That's why you have it. What, what? You know, and by the way, if I, oh, go ahead. Well, I, no, I was going to ask what kind of, what kind of drone are you rocking these days? So I, you know, for what, how we use our drone, um, we don't need the latest and greatest. We use a, a Phantom four pro. Uh, okay. We use two of the, we use two of those, uh, the pilots that we send out because you know, if they're like, if it's not here in the San Diego area, obviously I'm not going to go out to the house. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they typically use, uh, either Mavics. So the, the Mavic series or a, a Phantom four is, is very common. Um, and the reason being is that the Phantom four, uh, well, the DJI series of drones, uh, they, they pair very well with this software called Drone Deploy. Okay. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. Um, but it's a flight automation software. So you plug in your, your route, if you will, and then the drone does all the flying all yeah. by itself. Nice. And Drone Deploy works really well with DJI uh, drones. Um, but I was actually going to make a uh, mention 
of uh, one of the benefits of drone quote that came to mind when I was talking about my roof. Mm. Uh, when, when we go, when a homeowner moves forward with, with drone quote, um, this is a change that we made, uh, to the model. Uh, when drone quote moves forward, when a homeowner moves forward with the drone quote at that point in time, then we send out a, a drone to the home to do okay. the, the measurement and do the survey of the roof. So what that allows us to have is a before photograph of the roof and measurements. Yeah. And then we do an after. So we could say to the homeowner, Hey, look, there's broken tiles here, 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 or whatever, or there's this issue on the roof here. And we could actually show it to the homeowner. Right. And then after the installation takes place, we go out and we do that survey again. And then we could show the homeowner, look, you're not going to get on your roof. Obviously if it's a two story house, this is what your roof now looks like with solar panels. Yeah. And this is the close up of the tiles or the roof material in the section of roof where the panels were installed for you to see that the integrity of the roof is what it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there's no way, and this is something that I think people need to understand. There is no way that a person standing on a roof with a camera can get the kind of shots that a drone can get. It's just not no, possible. There, there isn't. No, you're a hundred percent right about that. We went out into, uh, I have a, a home that I did. This was a few months ago, um, where they had just purchased the home. And we went out and we flew the drone after they moved forward. And we found this little nook. It was like this little nook on the section of roof that the inspector must have missed. And the tiles, the concrete tiles in one row of tiles had um, one column of tiles had completely been dislocated and they'd started sliding down. And you could see the underlayment, the the tar paper. And it was the, yeah, it was completely missed at the time of inspection. Wow. Nobody had a clue about it until we went out there and, and looked at it. It was such a, it was, it was so hidden in like this nook and, and I was able to show the homeowner and I don't, I mean, I, I think the homeowner ended up reaching out to the inspector. I don't know how that ended out. Uh, ended <laughs> not, up, not uh, pleasant. Unfolding. I would imagine. <laughs> no, probably not because they, they probably paid like four or $500 for that inspection. But you know, we were able to spot it immediately and, you know, show it to the homeowner. And that's awesome. And, and yeah, and it wasn't anywhere where we were installing solar, but it was a benefit of our service, right? They were able to understand that that was taking place and and have it rectified. Yeah, and uh, let me let me ask you this, and I, I asked this a little knowingly, but like, should you have anyone that's unlicensed come fly a drone around your house? If you are a risk taker and you don't mind, um, you know, any litigation that may come your way from any accidents, um, yeah, by all means, do it. but otherwise, you know, uh, otherwise don't do it. Uh, because you know, if you're flying drones professionally, uh, you should have an FAA certificate. Uh, we carry a, which, which by the way, I mean, just, policy. just for everybody listening, it's not difficult to get. No, right. it's not. It, it, it isn't. It's not. You're, you're right about that. It, it does take effort, though, and that's where most people stop. Yeah. And if they're not taking the effort that it takes to, you know, go through this uh, license process, uh, then then what makes you think that they're going to carry the level of insurance that they should be carrying? Right. Yeah. Which which if, if they have insurance and they don't have a license, then you might as well not have insurance because it's not going to be covered. Right. Um, and you know what? I, I'm in full honesty. You know, I'm not perfect. I've had my mishaps at a, at a property before. And um, I was able to tell the homeowner, hey, my drone busted up on the ground and messed up and I crashed into a bunch of little pieces, right? But that was like, covered by insurance and had anything happened, we would have uh, we would have been um, 
we would have been able to uh, cover any damages to the property or what, what have you, because accidents happen, right? Yeah. And you want to make sure that whoever you're working with is one, taking measures to avoid accidents, two, has the right insurance, and three, of course, has a license to be doing what they should be doing. Yeah, yeah. But not only that, I mean, like... They can, I mean, like these drones can actually cause big problems up in the sky if you're flying them improperly and, you know, doing things with them that you're not supposed to be doing them, flying them in areas that they're not supposed to be flown. Um, you can, you can cause all kinds of problems. I mean, like, yeah. So you, you can, and actually, um, what, what happened in, in the case where I, I had a mishap with a drone is I, I was, uh, there was a, a bird, a large bird. I think it was a, a raven or a crow that was, that came, I must've gone close to a tree where it had a nest and it started um, like dive bombing the drone. And I tried to get away in a hurry and in doing so I clipped a a palm tree and that's what caused me to, to fall out of the sky. But you know, there's so many things out of your control that, you know, if you don't plan for, for, you know, the repercussions of an accident happening by what, however it may happen, then you're really setting up your client for a, uh, for a bad time. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Well, uh, so we're, we're coming up on an hour here. So, uh, just want to ask you, is there anything that we have not discussed that you would like to, to let our listeners know? Yeah. You know what? Um, I I will share one thing that, uh, I take a lot of pride in, um, when people come to drone quote, uh, they're going to be well taken care of. Uh, they're not going to be uh, pressure to push in anything that they don't want to do, uh, whether it's a roof or solar or what have you. Uh, we're here to educate you. We're here to help you make a strong buying decision. And when you do business with a drone quote, you are doing business with a veteran owned uh, company. Um, and I am that veteran. Okay. Uh, and that means a lot to me. Yeah. Uh, it means a lot to us, man. We, we appreciate your service. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I will say this, um, having joined the military was the best decision I've ever made. And it was all my pleasure i would do it again in a heartbeat mm, okay when did when did you join i joined right out of high school i was um i was uh i joined at the age of 18 uh 2003 it was um so i joined actually because september 11th happened and i felt you know compelled to uh join as a result of that mm. and I, I got to experience a little bit of the middle east on uh two all expenses paid uh, trips to Iraq. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. It, oh. it, it, was, it was great. Yeah. They covered my room and board. Um, <laughs> I got to travel around the country and um, they paid me to do it. It was great. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, I, I really would do it again. And actually, you know what? I should say that that's, that's really where the, the original seed for drones and, and my like affinity for drones happened or um, was planted because we, we benefited from a lot of the imagery that these drones were capturing out there. And I would always see them or hear them flying in the sky. It was super cool. And it really intrigued me. Yeah. Interesting. And they're using, I mean, like they're using huge drones for a lot of, I mean, they're using real drones. Let's be real. (laughs) Yeah. They're they're using real drones. I'm using like, these are, these are toys. It's a remote control toy. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, they, they happen to be really, really sophisticated, but yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, uh, so anyway, it's 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 uh, been our pleasure to talk to you, but we, we can't let you off the hook. I mean, we just because you're a sponsor doesn't mean that you don't get uh, subject to the final four. <laughs> the final four. So uh, you, you've listened to our to our show before. You know what we're about. You know these questions. Uh, are, you probably yep. had these. So if these, you didn't study, it's your own fault. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna here they go. We're just gonna break out in them. Uh, the first questions. What's the must-have tool you? won't leave your house without you know what i um this is such a lame question um because we (laughs) already nobody leaves home without it but i use my my mobile device for more than just calling and surfing the web uh whenever we go out to a property uh and and take all these images um i i load everything onto the cloud on the spot through my phone yeah uh, because and i confirm all my images on on the from the drone with the phone um and I fly the drone with my phone as well, well, the controller as well. I was but, fixing to ask you uh, that. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the the phone is is way more than just um, you know an internet device for me. Just by how I use it for uploading data and moving data across the cloud, um, I found the, out the hard way that sometimes the drone uh, will overwrite images, mm. and so I, I started uploading everything uh, directly from my phone. So I plug in this little memory card adapter to the phone and they just start uploading immediately after taking the images. Okay. So I know that's such a lame answer, but I really don't leave anywhere without it. No, it's, it's the number one response to the, to the, this question. It is. Yeah. And, and I expect it will just continue to be so because I mean, these devices are so much more than something that you talk on. In fact, most people don't talk on their phones. So, yeah. uh, it's, you're yeah, right about that. Yeah, absolutely. It is a, it's a computer and computers are really, really important in the, the day and age that we live. So yeah, absolutely. Great. It's kind of like when you ask entrepreneurs, what's the best bu- business book out there? Almost every single one of them is like rich dad, poor dad. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's right. You know what? I really, that's not a, that's not an answer I would give. Oh, really? I, I would, no, I would say how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Is that's a really good book, and a lot of the, the things that you learn in that book can easily be applied to business. I actually think that was something that uh, Jordan brought up when he was in here talking about home automation. Didn't he be talking about? Like, I think he did. Yeah, that was that was like his book. Yeah. So and he, yeah, um, anybody out there listening, I, I got to tell you, like when I was when I first read that book, my income went from like whatever it was at the time, and it increased by like fifteen thousand dollars the next year. There you go, Kev. Wow. <laughs> I don't think it yeah. works in my and business. In- however, <laughs> however, um, I don't own my own business either. So hey, there's that, right? There's that. Well, I, I still recommend you read it, man. I'm telling you, okay. I, I go places and, and I and I use those. Um, the, I don't want to use, use the word tactics, but I use the, the things I learned from that book in different places. And you can't believe the free things I've gotten and the tickets I've gotten out of for just using that approach. Oh, wow. I, I do like things and tickets. Kev, Kev so, knows that if well, he no, no, not getting tickets, oh. not getting tickets. <laughs> no, I'm talking about tickets because. Of- <laughs> okay, I don't yeah. like those types of tickets. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's go to the second question. What's a job you walked away from? Oh, you know what? Um, that actually happened today. Oh, T- okay. today, this morning, I had, I had a sales call with somebody, and the the homeowner said, you know. I'm getting, I'm on uh, quote number eight right now. And your three quotes are going to round out uh, 11 quotes. Oh my goodness. And yeah. And, and the other quotes that the other eight quotes that he got were in home sales quotes. Yeah. So, you know, anytime that somebody has, you know, 
an obscene amount of quotes, the likelihood that I'm going to deliver something that, you know, they're looking for is super low because those people are, are typically, you know, is just shopping. And then there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But if somebody tells me that they've got a boatload of quotes, I usually will tell them that we probably can't help them. And I, we do typically do walk away from those. Mm. Mm. Okay. That's, that's good to know. All right. Third question. How do you wind down at the end of a long day? So I have two small kids. Um, and my, my son, he, he, he reads a lot, um, for a six year old. It's super weird. I wasn't reading until like I was in the 12th grade. (laughs) Um, so, um, so, so, I, I, I like to read with him. I like to spend time with him and my daughter too. Um, I, I spend time with my children. Um, okay. you know, a lot of that has to do with, I think my, my, my father wasn't present when I was a kid. Um, mm. so I definitely, you know, want to have my kids grow up with uh, wonderful, hopefully memories of uh, growing up with their dad always at their side. So I, I spend a lot, as much time with him as I can because, and I work a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, Craig and I will will be on that same uh, that same ship with you, sailing as far as we can, as far as dads being present. Man, that's yeah. that's a huge, huge thing. And if you're a dad out there listening to our podcast right now, man, when you when you get done with this, go go hug your kids and spend some time with them because uh, dads are so hugely important in kids' lives. So we'll put that plug out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. All right. Uh, fourth question. Last question. What's one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice you've ever received? You know what? Um, I will reference that book again, uh, how to win friends and influence people. It just changed how I interact with people. Um, but besides that, there's two pieces of advice that, that came up when I was selling solar. Um, and that was, you know, these well-to-do people, would tell me that the way to their financial freedom was through business ownership. Mm. And, and I really took that to heart. Obviously I started a business Uh, and the other um, piece of advice that was given to me by a rather successful individual was, um, you know, who you partner with in life or who you marry, um, is a key to success. Mm. And I, I do wholeheartedly believe that because I'm very fortunate to be married to the woman, woman that I am. Um, so marrying the right person and starting a business were definitely two really good pieces of advice that I received. Awesome. Yeah. You get those two things right and sky's the limit. That's right. Seriously, man, you're, you're not kidding about that. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very, very true. You are a product of the people that you surround yourself with for sure. And so, yeah, it's good, good stuff. So, well, uh, listen, man, it's, it's been fantastic, uh, getting to round out a little bit of, of the thing that we've been pushing and, and trying to get our, our, our folks out there that are listening to, to know more about drone quote. Um, uh, thank you for, for taking the time to, uh, to help us understand a little bit more about who you are and what your business is, listen to your heart a little bit and what you want to do with the business and uh man it's just been a pleasure for us well thank you for having me guys i've uh definitely had i've been definitely looking forward to this and had a really good time speaking with you guys thank you for the opportunity to uh to be on the show and to uh talk about drone quotes absolutely and if and if people want to get a hold of you what's the best way to do that 
Excellent. Excellent question. I appreciate that. So if you want to get a hold of, uh, hold of me personally, I invite anybody to reach out to me because I believe in building bridges and making connections in life because you never know when you want to uh, cross that bridge uh, for whatever reason. So, you know, reach out to me. I'm available at smontoya at dronequote.net. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, you can find dronequote at, uh, at the dronequote, both on Facebook and on Instagram, simply uh, drone quote on uh, LinkedIn. Okay. All right. Great. Well, that's awesome, man. Uh, and for all you out there listening, man, uh, go 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 check out the website. Check out the the links that are in the show notes here. And if you have any questions, man, shoot him a, an email. Shoot us an email. We will point you in the right direction. Uh, thank you for downloading uh, this episode today. Tell your friends about it. Subscribe to it. Uh, all those sorts of fun things. We're we're glad to have you on board with us. I hope you continue. And uh, man, we're here every Tuesday. So until then, we'll see you later. See you.